Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi wakafa Wasalamun ala ibadihi Alladhin astafa Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi Minasyaitanirrajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Inni wajjahtu wajhiya lillazhi fatarash samawati wal ardu hanifan wa ma ana minal musyrikin Qala ta'ala Qul inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alamin la sharika lah wa bithalika umirtu ana awwalul muslimin Sadaqallahul azim وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم من أحب لله وأبغض لله وأعطى لله ومنع لله فقد استكمل الإيمان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا إذا سرتك حسنتك وساءتك سيئتك فأنت مؤمن وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم My most respected elders and dear brothers, we thank Allah wa ta'ala for blessing us with these very, very special Mubarak days. We are now in the, months of, the month of Zul-Hijjah, 
the last month of the Islamic calendar, and it is one of the four sacred months in the year. Allah Taala speaks about in the Quran Sharif. Allah Taala says, "Minha arba'atun hurum." Allah says, "The the day Allah Taala created the heavens and the earth, the skies and the earth. Allah Taala created, Allah Taala made, Allah confirmed that there should be twelve months in the year. And from these twelve months, arba'atun hurum. Four of them are sacred months. Which are these sacred months? Zul Qa'ada, the eleventh month. Zul Hijjah, that is this month, the twelfth month. Muharram, the first month of the Islamic calendar, and the month of Rajab, the seventh month of the Islamic calendar. These are the four sacred months of the year. Then furthermore, we find that this is now also the season of Hajj. We are also in the months of Hajj. The as we all have been hearing before, so the months of Hajj begin from the day of Eid al-Fitr, and it ends. On the thirteenth of Zulhijjah, when the Hajjis go for Hajj, so in the early days people used to leave for Hajj. From the day after Ramadan, they used to leave for Hajj. Nowadays we are fortunate; we have modern modes of transport. In a few hours, you can be in Makkah Sharif. But in those days, traveling was a long, was a long uh, uh, effort. So we find that we are now in the months of Hajj also. And in the months of Hajj, in the month of Zulhijjah, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned that the first ten days of the month of Zulhijjah are the are such days that Allah Taala loves good deeds more than during any other day of the year. Nabi Pak has mentioned also that no actions are loved by Allah Taala more, and every act that is done during these days is loved by Allah Taala more than any other day of the year. And then he said. Therefore, increase your tabir, your tasbih, your tahlil and tahmid. Muzari Pakistan said, during these ten days, what should we do? We should increase our tabir, increase, make, make more. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allah Akbar. As we find in Ramadan, we have been told by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ramadan, increase your istighfar and La ilaha illallah and ask Allah Taala for Jannah and for safety from Jahannam. Like in the very same way also. In these ten days of Zulhijjah, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam prescribed a specific kind of zikr. Can you any kind of zikr during these days? Quran says tilawat, make other forms of zikr, but specifically, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned that we should make tasbih, tah- tahlil, tahmid, and tabir. You need to say, should be Subhanallah a lot, Alhamdulillah a lot, La ilaha illallah as much as we can. And Allah Akbar in abundance. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Walla ilaha illallah, Walla Akbar. All of my students, very very easy thing to remember is increase your third kalima, zikr of the third kalima. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Walla ilaha illallah, Walla Akbar. Walla hawla, Walla quwwata illa billahi al-aliyya. From now right till the day of Eid, as much as we can, we are waiting somewhere for somebody sitting in our office. And we have a few minutes to spare while we are driving. Let us make this habit to make ourselves busy with Allah's zikr. Nabi Pakistan said that let your tongue be moist with the zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala always. And these are the best forms of zikr. Imagine you say Subhanallah once. Allah Taala plants for, plants for us a tree in Jannah. Alhamdulillah. La ilaha illallah. Allah Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Imagine a person becomes a Muslim and it is La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah with sincerity. All his sins of the past are forgiven by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. No matter how great they may have been, Allah forgives all a person's sins. So this is the power of zikr. Zikr can wipe out our sins. Zikr takes us very close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So we have been encouraged to increase our zikr during these days. But yeah, brothers, during these days that we are right, right now experiencing, 
This is a very special also in the sense that every form of ibadat is, is combined during these days. You find, for example, fasting. You fast in the month of Ramadan, compulsory fast. During these days, we've been also encouraged by Rasulullah to keep a fast. In fact, to keep fast for these, for these 10 days is mustahab. From the first to the ninth, obviously we can't fast on the tenth day, the day of Eid. It is haram for a person to fast on the days of Eid and the two days after Eid, the three days after Eid. But during the first nine days of Zul Hijjah, we have been encouraged to keep this fast. Rasulullah said, whoever keeps fast during these days, Allah Ta'ala will reward a person the reward of fasting for a complete year. For every day that you fast, Allah will give you the reward of fasting for one whole year. But compulsory, it is mustahab preferable, but imagine that is the great rewards. Imagine fasting for a complete year. Very difficult for us to fast so much. Allah is giving us during these days the reward of fasting for a complete year for every fast that we keep. Likewise, the person that makes ibadah during these nights, the first ten years of Zul Hijjah, Allah gives the person the reward as though he spent his nights awake in ibadah during Laylatul Qadr. Imagine, for Laylatul Qadr, we have to now search for this special night. People go into itikaf and they stay awake looking for the signs of Laylatul Qadr. Allah Ta'ala has guaranteed us to the Mubarak Zuban of Rasulullah that you stay awake during these nights, Allah will give you the reward of Laylatul Qadr for every night that you spend in ibadah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So these are opportunities Allah is giving us. Our life is very, very short compared to the lifetime of those that came before us. People live for hundreds of years. Nuh al Islam, for example, we read in the Quran. He invited people towards Allah Ta'ala for 950 years. They had long lifespans in those days. But Allah Ta'ala, out of His grace and kindness, even though He has given us a short lifespan, but Allah Ta'ala has given us so many opportunities where we can gain tremendous rewards from Him. Small actions with great rewards. So imagine keeping the fast for one night, one day during these days, the reward of fasting for a complete year. You make ibadah during these Mubarak nights, Allah rewards you as though you spent, stayed awake during, during later Qadr. Allah gave us tawfiq to make Qadr of these days, my dear brothers, to value these important days and nights. Then you find also, today is the 4th of Zul Hijjah, the day before Eid is the 9th of Zul Hijjah. That has been known, that is known as Yawmul Arafat. The Hajjis, during the Hajj, for them the highlight of the whole Hajj is their presence at Arafat on the 9th of the Hijjah. Ayyuz now from Mina, they will proceed to Arafat, they will spend the day in Arafat from Fajr, after Fajr, they will leave from Mina after Fajr and they will uh, spend the day in Arafat right till Maghrib time. They won't make the Maghrib Salah, they will proceed from there to, to, to Muzdaifa and they will make the Maghrib and Isha combined. So that staying in Arafat is known as Rukuf Arafat. Where the Hajis will go to Arafat and after Zawal they will then stand up and they will make Dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like Nabi Pakistan did. Standing up from Zawal time, from Zawal time, right till Maghrib time. Obviously you make your Zawal namaz, you make your Asr namaz in between also. But every moment that you can spare, you should stand up and make Dua to Allah ta'ala and cry to Allah ta'ala. And that is the most hated day to, sh to the Shaitan. Or that the Shaitan, he, he throws sand on himself, he pulls his hair, out of despair, that his entire life is spent in trying to mislead this human being. And now this person comes before Allah Ta'ala and he sheds the few tears and he cries before Allah Ta'ala and he picks up his hands and he begs for Allah's forgiveness. And Allah forgives him and Allah forgives all those that he seeks forgiveness for. Imagine. So this is a very, very special day for the Haji. But my dear brothers, out of Allah Pak's special grace and mercy, Allah Ta'ala has also given us the opportunity while we are here at home.
to take from Allah's treasure on that Mubarak day. The Hadith Sharif mentions on the day of Arafat, that person that's, that keeps fast on the day of Arafat, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives that person the reward of his sins being forgiven of the previous year and the coming year. Imagine we have committed so many sins last year. And we will commit sins again in the future. We are human beings, we are prone to committing sins. But Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy forgives a person's years, sins of the past year and the coming year by virtue of keeping this fast of Arafat. And Allah tell us, Arafat, the day of Arafat may be different for the Hajis. For example, in our case now, the present moment, Arafat day will be on, on, on Tuesday for the Hajis. And for us it will be Wednesday, inshallah. But on that day, inshallah, we will make our du'as. Rasulullah Pakistan said, أَفْضَلُ الدُّعَاءِ دُعَاءُ يَوْمَ عَرَفَةِ وَأَفْضَلُ مَا قُلْتُ أَنَا وَالنَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ قَبْلِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ لَهُ الْمُلْقُ وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ Rasulullah Pakistan says, the best du'a a person can make is the du'a of the day of Arafat. And that's not limited to the Hajis. Even here, while we're at home, brothers, we should make du'a on the day of Arafat and the day of, of Yawm al-Arafah, the night of Zul-Hijjah. And then Nabi Pakistan says, the best words that, that I or any of the prophets that came before me ever said was, La ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika lah, lahul mulk wa lahul hamd, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir, which you know as a fat kalima. La ilaha illallah, there's no one worthy worship beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wahdahu la sharika lah, Allah is alone, is the true partner. Lahul mulk wa lahul hamd, everything belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the skies and the earth belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every living thing, everything that we can see, everything that we can't see, what was, what will be coming, what is the present, everything belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. And Allah Ta'ala has the power of every single thing. Nothing is difficult for Allah Ta'ala. Nothing is impossible for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. When a person glorifies Allah Ta'ala in these, in, these, in these words, he praises Allah Ta'ala in these words, he becomes very beloved to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So Nabi Pakistan has encouraged us on the day of Arafat, which will be our Wednesday, shall come Wednesday, just try and keep this fast, my dear brothers, the reward, keep the, fa- the, word, the reward in mind as well. The reward of our sins of the last year, previous year being forgiven and the coming year. And at the same time also, let's see how we can make lots of dua during this day. Make lots of dua, make lots of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our sins to be forgiven and for us to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And my dear brothers, also is the day, on, during these 10 days, is the, we have been also been encouraged to make the tawbeel tashriq from the 9th of the Nijah again, from the Wednesday, Fajr time. Right till Sunday, the 13th of the Hijjah. It is compulsory and wajib for us to make the Tabbir al-Tashriq. What is it? What is the Tabbir al La Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, wa lillahi alhamd. Allah Ta'ala loves that a person should raise his voice and make the zikr, my dear brothers. After every first salah, once it is compulsory for me to say it loudly, and for females also it is compulsory and wajib for them to do so. But they should say it softly, in a slightly audible way. Men should say it loudly. Allah loves my dear brothers that a person should raise his voice in praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes Allah says, make my zikr softly. Sometimes make my zikr loudly. A Muslim, a slave of Allah ta'ala, he is born by the laws of Allah ta'ala. Whatever my, my master says, I am ready to do so. And Allah says, do my zikr loudly, we do it loudly. Allah says, do my zikr softly, we do it softly. Allah says, raise your hands when you are, when you are in dua, we raise our hands. Allah says, you don't have to raise your hands, you don't need to raise our hands, my dear brothers. So this is our deen. So during these special days, my dear brothers, one extra ibadah that we have to do 
is to make the tabir at shirik from 9th of Zulhijjah to, to Asr of the 13th of Zulhijjah. That means from Fajr time on Wednesday, inshallah, till Sunday, Asr time, we engage ourselves after every first salah with, the, with this tabir at shirik. Let's try to remember this, inshallah. Let's tell our ladies also at home to, for, the, for them to remember it. All of my advice that we should write it down for them. And maybe they should stick this where they make their salah, maybe on the cupboard or somewhere where they can be reminded to make the zikr because it's compulsory for us all to make the zikr, my dear brothers. Then also we find the highlight of this, of this, of this whole season is for us at home, the qurbani, my dear brothers. Qurbani, as you all know, is the ibadat that was prescribed by Nabi Pak for the Ummah of Rasulullah Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It is in, an act in commemoration of the ibadat of Hazrat Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasallam. Allah wa Ta'ala ordered his Khalil Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasallam to make this Qurbani. Allah Ta'ala, we know the history behind it, we've been hearing over this over the years, the history behind Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Qurbani. Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu was the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. He was always Khalil Allah. Allah Ta'ala loved him very, very much. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Praise him in front of the Malaika. So the Malaika one day wanted to know from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why is Ibrahim so beloved to you? So somebody once made some zikr, the, so Allah ta'ala ordered the Malaika to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just in the gist form, I'll tell you what it was. He made, he made the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam, that time had some animals. And when this person praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was so overawed and so carried away and so much in love with those words that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam said to this person, say this zikr again, make this, say those words again to me. Then that person, then that angel said, what will you give me if I do that? He said, I'll give you whatever I have here. He said, say it to me one more time. He did it. He gave the animals away to that, that angel who was disguised as a human being. Then that, person, that angel again made the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, Ibrahim Alayhi said, please repeat those words for me. He said, what will you do now? He said, I will become your slave. I will tend to the animals of yours. And then the Malaika realized, what is the status of Ibrahim Alayhi So this thing, Ibrahim Alayhi was tested by Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, Allah says, and remember how Ibrahim Alayhi was tested by Allah Ta'ala on various occasions. And he passed all those tests. When he was tested with his life being in danger, he was about to be flung into the fire at that time. What did he do? When the Malaika came to assist him, he said to them, I put no need for you. My full reliance is on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala then, on the basis of his yaqeen, Allah ta'ala, Allah ta'ala ordered the fire to become cool and comfortable for him. Then Allah ta'ala ordered Ibrahim alayhi to take his wife and his son, who he was given to, after many, many years, he takes the son and his wife and leaves them in this barren land. Again, the test of Iman and submission to Allah's orders. Imagine that this Ibrahim Islam takes the son of his and his wife and he leaves them in a land, in a place where there's no, no civilization, there's no vegetation, there's no form of survival. There's no hope for any survival in that place. Ibrahim Islam takes his wife and his child. Against all logic, he takes the child of his and the wife of his, he leaves them there trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The wife is now going away. She says, did Allah ta'ala order you to do this? He says, yes. He doesn't even say the words, yes. He just nods his head. And this wife now also was the wife of a Nabi of Allah ta'ala. She was nurtured in the home of a Nabi. What does she say? 
إذن ليضيعنا الله. In that case, Allah will never destroy us. If Allah has given us the order to do something, Allah will take care of our needs. He leaves his wife and his son, son over there, and he goes away. Then comes the next chest, next chest. Ibrahim al-Islam is now ordered in a dream to make zaba and to sacrifice his son for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? It does. Ibrahim al-Islam this complies with the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he takes his son. Allah ta'ala says, فَلَمَّا أَسْلَمَا وَتَلَّهُ لِلْجَبِينَ Ibrahim al-Islam then after telling his son that, oh my son, Allah has ordered me to slaughter you, to sacrifice you for his sake. What does the son say? Ya abatif alma tu'mar. Satajiduni insha'allahu minas sabirin. Oh my father, you are Allah's Nabi. You have been close to Allah Ta'ala. We have seen Allah's help at all times. Allah is, we are, we are here for Allah. Inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. My salah, my sacrifices, my living and my dying is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La sharika lahu. Allah has got no parties whatsoever. He said, oh my father, Allah has given the order. Please carry it out. You'll find me amongst those who are patient. Because this is not just a story. This is a lesson for all of us. And an immemorial lesson. Lesson of submission. A lesson of how a a true servant of Allah Ta'ala should behave. When the boat literally became Muslim, Aslama means to become Muslim. Yeah, it means when the boat surrendered to the order of Allah Ta'ala. And Ibrahim now takes his son and he puts his head on the ground. He doesn't want to see his son's face and his son also he doesn't want to let his emotions get the better of him. Because very often, my dear brother, what happens? When the order of Allah Ta'ala comes, then our emotions and our intelligence comes in the way. And that is not the sign of a true Muslim. A true Muslim is somebody who puts his emotions on one side and he puts his own logic on one side. And he submits to the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibrahim al-Islam then puts the knife on his son's neck and with all the force in his body, he presses the knife down on the neck of, the, of his son. Allah says, Allah says, O Ibrahim, you have passed your test. You have fulfilled your vision. You have carried out exactly what you were ordered to do. I'm not there to, to destroy you, to cause any harm to you. I was just there to see how much of willingness you have to submit to my order. And Allah Ta'ala then, in place of his son Ismail Allah Ta'ala puts that beautiful ram, that sheep from Jannah, Allah Ta'ala makes him sort of that, that, that ram by saying, Bismillah, Allahu Akbar. So this Qurbani, my dear brothers, is, is we are, we are reliving the lesson of Ibrahim Islam of submitting to the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala, you know, Allah is Alimun Hakim. Our intelligence is limited. Our emotions mislead us. Even the emotion of a prophet could mislead, about to mislead him. Yusuf Islam says, was it not for the mercy of Allah Ta'ala, I would have followed my emotions. Allah's mercy came to the rescue. So our emotions, we can never trust our emotions. Today they say, you know, they have that, that you know, the inclination, for, for example, when it comes to all the shaitanian outside, and they say, Allah Ta'ala has made a person either a male or a female. Somebody says, I feel like I'm a female, or I feel like I'm a male. There's no room for our emotions and our feelings. We have to submit to the order of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That's a true Muslim. There's no place for a true Muslim to think in that fashion. We have to submit to Allah Ta'ala's orders. And this is what the great lesson of Qurbani is. When Allah gives the hukum, 
you have to submit to it. Allah says, it's time for salah. Then you say now, it's so busy. What do my customers think about me? Customers will not come to my business. They will be disheartened, they will be displeased. I want to, I want to beautify my face, for example, with the beautiful face of Nabi Pak the man then thinks to himself, what will my wife say? My wife will become angry with me. She'll get upset with me. I want my daughter to dress like a Muslim. So what, what will people say? People will say that, how can you dress your daughter like an old lady? She's wearing the scarf, she's wearing the parda, the hijab and the scarf. She's wearing loose fitting garments, she's wearing a loose outer garment. How will people see her shape and her beauty? She won't get married. She'll be deprived of her home. Now this is all from the shaitan, this is all the whispering of the shaitan. That's why some ulama tell us, when Ibrahim Islam, why did the hajis tell the shaitan? Some ulama say, instead of confirming, some ulama say, perhaps shaitan at that moment when Ibrahim Islam was willing to now read it, now sacrifice his son, shaitan came to whisper by the mother of Ismail Islam, Bibi Hajra, that what is your husband doing? Do you know what he's doing? He's about to slaughter your son. And then he comes to Ismail Islam and Ibrahim Islam. That's why, then what did they, how did they react? Did they submit? They didn't listen to what the shaitan was saying. But they took the stones and they pelted the shaitan in that place. And till today we pelted the shaitan. Because he always is there to whisper evil into our minds and our hearts. But a Muslim, what does he He ignores those whisperings of the shaitan. And he submits to the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibrahim Islam, they submitted to the order of Allah Ta'ala. Allah loved that act so much. That till Qiyamah, every believer in La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, that has the means, will make this Qurbani, my dear brothers. And Rasulullah Ibrahim emphasized that a person that has the means to make the Qurbani, and this is very, very important, my beloved brothers, a person that has the means to make the Qurbani, should make the Qurbani, should make sure he makes the Qurbani. Shouldn't look for excuses not to make Qurbani. Hmm. Very often we have the finances, to pay for lots of things that we don't really need in our homes. Sometimes those instruments that we buy in our homes, those big, big instruments that we put on the walls, they actually deprive us of Iman. They are instruments to destroy our Iman. Every fragment and, and ayat of our Iman, they destroy. They make us Muslims outwardly, but inwardly we are, we are unhappy with the orders of Allah Taala. This is a reality. Whether we can admit it or not, but this is a reality. Many of the instruments that we have in our homes, they are there to destroy our Iman. And yet we are willing to pay for this destruction of our iman with our hands. Every month we are paying this amount of money. We are buying those instruments. But when it comes to Qurbani, very often a person is, he has to question now. He wants to buy the cheapest animal. When he wants the instrument, he looks for the best one, the top of the range. But when it comes to Qurbani, we want the cheapest one, very often. May Allah save us, Allah give us the two spirit of Qurbani. Imagine a father was ready to take the life of his son, Allah Akbar. What material can come in comparison to the life of a son? Allah showed us this father was ready to put the knife of the son. And the son also, he said, my life is nothing. My life belongs to Allah. My living is for Allah. And my death, dying is for Allah. Imagine, Allah has given us a chance not to take our own life for his sake, but to take a life of an animal for the sake of Allah. And this is an ibadat. This Qurbani will only be an ibadat during these three days of Zulhijjah. You do this act any other time, it will be just halal meat for you, khalas. But only, it will be only be an ibadat if it is done during these days. Somebody doesn't do the qurbani out of negligence or some other reason, then he has to give that amount in salatah to some poor people. But he has to do that. So brothers, the reward is so great. Nabi Pakal said, when you make qurbani, brothers, look at the rewards and look at the fact, firstly, that it is the order of my Allah. And then look at the great rewards Allah has kept for us. We make the qurbani, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
He's, with the hooves and the horns and the blood and the dung and everything, the hair of the animal will be used, will be weighed in your skin of good deeds on the day of Qiyamah. So, let's make Qurmani with a happy heart. And this Qurmani, you should also bear in mind, is an ibadat. It is not a social event. Yes, there is. Alhamdulillah, the family comes together. But we should lose sight of the fact that Qurmani is an ibadat. There are certain, certain requirements for any act of ibadat. For wudu, you have to be in salah. And you have to have, sorry, for salah, you have to be in wudu. And one ibadat cannot substitute another ibadat. Very often, comes to Qurmani, many people, they let their minds now take over them. They say, look, Qurmani is the take of a life. Why, 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 is, why do you have to take a life? Why can't you give that amount of money in charity? Give it to somebody who can use it for something. But this, like we can't substitute namaz for fasting. And we can't give, we can't give sadaqah, charity for our salah or for our fast. In the very same way also, we cannot substitute the qurbani with anything else. Mm. If, you want to give, if you want to give some poor people, you can give sadaqah separately. But the qurbani has to be done during these days of qurbani. From the day of Eid, after the Eid salah for us that are living in in cities, etc. From the, after the Eid Salah, you can make your Qurbani. And you have right till the 12th of Zulhijjah, that is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday, Maghrib time you have to make the Qurbani. It is best to make your Qurbani on the first day of, on the day of Eid, Eid Al-Adha. Then, in merit, in reward, is the second day and the third day. Allah gave us to make our Qurbani, my dear with a happy heart for the place of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is also mustahab and sunnah when you make the Qurmani to put the animal down facing the Qibla. Bismillahi Allahu Akbar. Fazri inni wajahtu wajhiya lilladhi fatalas samawati wal awdha hanifu wa ma'ana mina mushrikeen. The other du'as also. Inna salati wa nusiki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. La sharika lahu wa bithalik wa mitu wa ana mina muslimin. Allah then we say, Allahumma minka wa laka ya Allah. This animal is for you and for your pleasure alone. From you and for your pleasure alone. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. After you meet the Qurbani, then you read this dua. Allahumma taqabbalu minni kama taqabbalta min habibika Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa khalil Ibrahim alayhi salam. Ya Allah, accept this from me, ya Allah. Yeah, this animal is giving his life, imagine, but it's not a joke, it's not a game. You're taking a life, it shouldn't be that the festive atmosphere where we are laughing and we are clapping and we are taking photos, taking selfies, and we are, because we should, this is an ibadat, it has to be observed as an ibadat. Yes, yes, of course, you should be happy that Allah has made a day of Eid, a day of rejoicing. But that there shouldn't be that, you know, the carnival atmosphere where we are, you know, where the laws of Allah are broken, where there's intermingling of men and women, where there's, and that is completely impossible. And the, the same also, my dear brother, is taking off photographs. On the one hand, it has their own harms. Right. And they're now taking selfies and now making that making that like a, 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 a showpiece, videoing the whole Qurbani brothers. What is the Qurbani for? Qurbani is an act that you are doing to get close to Allah. Qurbani from the word comes from the word Qurban. Qurban means any act that is done to get close to Allah Ta'ala. In our terminology is that act of Qurbani is when you slaughter an animal in the days of Eid for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can we get close to Allah Ta'ala when we do something against his laws? A person makes salah without wudu, won't be accepted. While he's making salah, he does some, he laughs and he talks, won't be accepted. In the very same way, my dear let's see how we can observe the etiquette of qurbani. Not cause any harm to the animal, make the qurbani with love, and be compassionate on the animal, be kind to the animal, feed the animal, don't drag the animal on the ground. There are certain uh, rules that Allah have laid down 
of respect and etiquette with regard to Qurbani. May Allah give us to observe this Qurbani in the best way, inshallah, and accept our Qurbani. May Allah make it a real means of us getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah give us to to become his favorites and to leave this world with our coming iman. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Yeah. 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 Rather than the masjid, in the Bible, Prophet Muhammad, the masjid was there, but the Sunnah Prophet preferred to make the Eid namaz in the Eidga. Allah Taala gave us tawfiq to revive every Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad that we can, inshallah. صفات سمي سمات غير الشان جليل القدر رفيع الذكر مطاع الأمر جلي البرهان فقيم الإثم غصير العلم وسيع الحلم كثير الغفران جميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق الله حيثما كنت أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام 
والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول في قوله يهتدي المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله عليه وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبه أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 
سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن في الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين